Hello everybody, welcome to the Williams Project podcast. Today we're here with James Wallace and our topic is going to be how to start. Now we're in the most beautiful villa in Bali. It's just absolutely stunning and we've taken ourselves to the movie room because we believe the acoustics will nail it. They look acoustic. They look acoustic, so hopefully you guys are hearing just this really lovely audio. We've got a good mic, uh, we've got good acoustics, this should be absolutely perfect. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And James, this was your idea, so do you want to sort of dive into this? Yeah, kind of. So what happened was um, I went to Hindari yesterday with our uh, driver um, and played around a golf, which was fantastic. And on the way out to Hindara. The driver was telling me about how he used to have his own driving business and then through COVID, obviously, as a lot of people were affected, um, he had to sell his car uh, to support his three kids. And so what he'd done is he'd taught himself English on an app on his phone and now he'd started working for this new driving company where they pay the car, the petrol, like they pay for all that sort of stuff and he just gets a salary. But he's not... He's not satisfied and and obviously and this is something that we talk about a lot as friends is the desire to do something that's a little bit greater than what you're doing at the moment and the idea of facing a little bit of risk and adversity for the opportunity of something big at the other side and so he wants more control of his life by the sound of it as opposed to working for someone so it was how to take control of your own life was sort of my feeling of it his exact words were i want a better life better life Uh, and 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 i think he would define a better life as being one where he's in charge there's more ability income was obviously a huge thing that that he talked about because of the income now that he has versus the income that he used to have um but also better in general which i think that we would describe our lives self-employed versus our lives employed as being better yeah. than they were before too. And, and also we do go and i have a really good episode on entrepreneur versus entrepreneur mm-hmm. and i explain how tim cook makes more than everyone and he's an employee but for the sake of this podcast let's define better as owning your own business and let's define starting as creating your own business Right, yeah. just just for the sake of yeah. like, I, I, yeah, I am currently employed. I no longer want to be employed. I want to do it in a reasonably logical and safe way, and take the most of the opportunities that are out there right now, and start something that's a little bit better yeah. than what I've got happening right now. And what's quite cool, the advice you were giving, you have some good advice on that digital side. Yeah. Now I'm going to give my opinion, but mine's going to be more construction based. Mm-hmm. So do you want to? tell everyone the advice you gave our taxi driver because i thought it was really really cool so i said first off he needs to figure out a way to use like find a skill that he can sell for overseas currency and so that's a piece that i'd say won't be relative to the majority of this listeners or maybe it is maybe it isn't but new zealand dollar though isn't worth a lot at the moment like i I would look we have a joke we say the new zealand peso yeah Um, yeah. so like there is a reality that the new zealand dollar is taking a hiding so Your first step is, but but there's a lot of places where if you earn in your local currency, it's absolutely rubbish. So step one is assess the strength of your local economy and the strength of your local currency yep. and see if the, you have the ability to earn in a different, say, stronger currency. Where, That's step one. Yes, where yep. you can be cheap in comparison to your competition but still be remunerated really strongly. Compared to your home market 100%. because in this instance we're talking about an Indonesian. Yeah. 
and, yeah. and I, I I won't go into the depths of because I know his salary and things like that, but he would not have to have a very big business to replace his income in New Zealand. Well, I reckon right? we should discuss it. I reckon okay. we should discuss what a driver in Bali earns. Yep. And this guy is a top bloke driving a nice car, so he's probably earning above what a normal Balinese driver would earn. Average top. So what was boy. so what was was it? Um, what five was million Indonesian rupiah. So so the, the equivalent of five grand a year. 500-ish dollars per month. 5 million a month. So so it'd be like 6 grand a year. 6 grand a year, yeah. Yeah. Which is very similar to um, Singapore, uh, not Singapore, um, Philippine salaries. So there's a whole section of Asia where that 5 to 10 grand a year is the earning for probably a huge percentage of the world. Probably a huge percentage of the world. Yeah. And so then what we did was we were like, right, well, there's like obviously my business charges out in a monthly retainer model and there's not a retainer that we have on the books that are less than his yearly salary so i was like you should look at the digital space find an easy to learn skill find 10 people that want you to do that skill for them yep charge yourself out in a monthly way to go and do that skill yep and that skill could be anything, right? Like it could be cold DMing people on Instagram yeah. saying, do you want to collaborate with me? It could be TikTok scheduling posts for someone that are already created. <laughs> like it, it could be checking someone's emails while they're on holiday. Yeah, VA and, work. Yeah, like there's so like we have a VA that we would pay considerably more than what he's paid. Mm. Who die, Like none of the tasks are deeply important, but they're all things that I can't justify my guys that are sitting in an office on $35 an hour doing. So he could easily double as, so So the step one was try and earn in a currency stronger than your local currency. Yep. And then the step two was find a skill that someone international will pay you significantly more than what you're being paid now yep. and develop that skill. Now, yep. how would you go about finding clients in that scenario? Would you use this, a... I don't want to name the software because I'm in a dispute with one of the softwares at the moment. (laughs) But there's lots of softwares you can use that um, That's an option. Connect you. Yeah, that's an option. I I believe that in the name of arguing efficiency here, the best thing you could possibly do is create uh, like a lot of our outreach will be we'll just either ring or email someone. But if we email them, yeah, if we email them, we'll shoot a Loom video explaining what their current situation is and how what we offer will improve their current situation. So we might pull their ads up, pull their website up, pull everything up. And then like even my sales guys will get me to do them sometimes. I'll be like, hey, blah, 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 who owns X company. This is my name. This is what we do. This is how we can help you. I've had a look at your current ads. This, 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 and this are missing. This is why it's important that you have those things. When I go to your website, it's not optimized for this. This is why it needs to be. Here's an example of something that we've done that proves this concept. Yeah. If you want to talk to me, respond to this email. Yeah. And so, like, that would be, I would outreach in a free I would, way. I would argue one thing I reckon you missed in that sales process, start with a compliment. Mm. always start with a compliment hey johnny firstly website looks great product look great i'm sending this email because i want to work with someone like you in a business like you and then do exactly what what you're missing is yeah what you you are doing so much right you are nailing 95 percent yeah i reckon i can help you with five percent that's going to take you from a legend to the just absolute the the next level and so that that would be that would be essentially it would be and like i we have 
uh, external contractors that do all sorts of random shit for our business, mm. right? And so you go like, I've got the people that are helping me with some of the short form video content that I'm producing. I was talking to someone on Instagram today who's 1500 US dollars a month to schedule and roll out short form video content mm. and edit the captions onto it and things like that. Like there's so many different things that are happening in a world that's evolving. And so basically what I said to him was I was like, I'm going to send you through all the free resources. And after I've written this message to him, if anyone wants this, they can just contact me or contact Matthew and yeah. they'll connect, he'll connect you to me. All the free resources where you can go to learn some of these skills. Cause the problem is you're going to start Googling and then you're going to see buy my course for nine, nine, seven. You're going to see some fucking kid sitting on the bonnet of an Audi R8 talking about drop shipping. You're going to say that shit. That's not the answer here. Yeah. But service-based skill exchange businesses have an ability to produce really good revenue really fast. Yeah. You just go and find, if he finds one client that pays him $500 per month, New Zealand or 350 US. Yeah. He is at square and he can do that after work. He yeah. said, I work hard. I want to do the things I want to learn. He's already taught himself English. I would just go and do the exact same thing. I'd find, I'd make sure it's something that I give a shit about. Yeah. Cause if 100%. this blows up, like sort of like my story is I just started the business cause I was like, fuck, I don't want to work for anyone anymore. Um, I liked running ads before I started the business and I liked selling shit before I started the business. So then when I started running ads and helping people sell shit, it appealed to me and made me want to make it bigger. Yeah. So I'd find something you like doing, like you like writing. Do you know how fucking hard it is to find a good copywriter? So hard. You make $1,000 a month doing that for so 100 hard. businesses that I can find Easy. and all of a sudden you've got a 100 grand a month business and you've so got you've, five employees. You have ten, more than 10, you have 12 weeks, you have 13 extra biz, your yeah. earnings and yeah. a relatively simple and you are still very, very competitive on a global market. 100%. Very competitive with your yeah. labor. That's really interesting because I, you and I discussed this all the time. How would you start again? You guys know my story. I've talked about it a lot of times, but just the bullet points. If you dropped me naked and alone in Indonesia and I had to start again, I would go find the nearest, well, I'd try to find pants first, but for the sake of the story, let's pretend I have pants. I would go to the nearest construction site and I would say, can I have a job? I'll work for you for the first day for free. And I would absolutely work, work. I would run. I would get a construction job within a day because I'd be willing to work for free. I'd, pay, I'd take whatever payment they gave me. I would tell them that I'll be the best worker they've ever had, uh, but I only work five days a week. I would work as hard as I can those five days a week. I would do some form of formal qualification so I get trained in a skill. And then every weekend through that trade, I would find people that need decks made, fences made, side jobs. And in the weekend, I'd work for myself at a higher hourly rate. Once I have the sufficient skill set, I would buy my own home or renovate my own home and sell that. Then I'd build a house from scratch and sell that. There are multiple houses. And then I have Williams Corporation. And it's like, but James nailed something before you have to do something you're passionate about. I genuinely love construction. I love the smell of it. I love doing it. I love building houses. Everything about construction I like. And I'm happy to talk about it, do it, live it, breathe it a million hours a day. And that what that's what makes myself slash Williams Corporation unbeatable to people that do it just to make money. And we sit in the same boat, right? Like yeah, we don't really yeah, care. yeah. And like if, if people, if we don't work with people that we don't like working with, that we've got mm. an amazing customer base, we've got things like that based off those sorts of decisions, it's not financially driven, um, it's value driven. 
and we want to add as much value as we can to fucking good people as we possibly can as many times over. Well, life's too short to um, deal with just difficult people. Yeah. It's just too short. Yeah. It's Absolutely to too it. short. We're recording a podcast, so you have to close the door. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just got interrupted. Um, um, we should have put... We need like a no, do not, no, disturb, do not yeah. disturb sign. We could have actually put a message in the group chat that's 100% this is our fault. fault. Everything's our fault. Um, so, to recap, just to keep it on track, because we'll do this, we'll fucking waffle. So, find a skill that you like doing. Yeah. It could be anything from building houses through to fucking helping people rewrite their websites through to like it could be anything in the world that you want to do find 10 people that want you to do it for them yeah find a way to charge out a rate that's lower than the market usually while maintaining your job and then as soon as the income from that outweighs the amount of money you have from your job turn the job tap off and go and try find 20 more people that want you to work for them and i had done that whole process within two years as a 16 year old yeah so I I had from I had from sixteen, so I left school on for the sake of the story my sixteenth birthday, and by eighteen, I was I might have been eighteen and a half might have been two and a half years, um, I was earning more from my business than I was from my job, and I made the call to be self employed. Yeah, whereas mine was a little bit more. I left my job, and then just jumped. But, Which is cool, but I think for the sake of this, um, because this guy has a family, well, you were you were very young, nineteen, no responsibilities. Sorry, yeah. This guy has a wife, three, three kids. kids, so he would have to do it the way I did it, yeah. which is use your weekends selling your time for somebody, some for your own work. Yeah. But this is all doable for anyone that wants more than what they currently have. This is so doable. And, and wants to deleverage the risk of their current job, like say yeah. unemployment rises or something yeah. like that. Which, you want to which, deleverage which in theory, unemployment should be rising. Mm-hmm. God, be careful that glass, you broke it. Put that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is, look, this is a really good episode. So I do want to put a caveat in. I don't think self-employment's for everyone. And I it's think also not as fun as it looks it's really really hard it's really 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 hard there's a lot of people that i believe should uh, would be awesome awesome number threes fours sixes remember number 42 in google is still way richer than us yeah so 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 let's just i just want to make sure that there are so many people that followed a different route from what we've just explained that have reached unbelievable highs. So, yeah. So just remember, owning a business isn't for everyone. I look at a lot of individuals and I think, I just don't think they have what it takes. But then what you shouldn't do is complain. Yeah. So if you're not willing to do what we just said, don't complain that you're not in control, making more money, living in a bigger house, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. For sure. This is, this is, this is, if I was to go back and do it again, how I would do it. Yeah. I would keep my job at the same time. Um, I would just find whatever someone was willing to pay me the most hourly rate to do and go and just work really hard for them for 37 and a half to 40 hours per week. Mm. I wouldn't do a minute more because that's not the purpose of this. And then I would go and put every spare yeah. amount of energy that I had into building something on the side until that income fl- and yeah. just switch it over. And it happens quite quick. Yeah. I could quite easily as a... I think I might have been 17. I could earn $1,000 a day 
selling my time building patios, fences, sheds, all that stuff. And back then, $1,000 a day was a lot of money, yeah. especially considering I'd work 50 hours a week, $13 an hour, and I'd get like $700 in my hand. Yeah. Hopefully that maths up. Um, and then I would, in the weekend, I could quite consistently make two grand. Yeah. 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 But you have to give up your weekend. Which you have to give up everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But it's, it's, yeah. And... Yeah, and if you then want to be the top 0.0001%, you give up everything for 10 years, and then you sit at the top of the yeah. food chain. Yeah. and But it is, it's the hardest thing you ever do, but also the funnest thing ever. You'd start all over tomorrow. Happiness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a big grin. With a big grin, yeah. yeah. And that's, yeah, you and I discuss this all the time, that we love the work. Yeah. Love the work, love yeah. the hustle, love Which, the grind. Yeah, like I said, I, I don't think people see very clearly, um, but it is a really important piece of this, is that in order to do what we just said, it is actually going to be quite taxing. Like, there'll be days where you come home from work and you won't really want to do what we just said and go and service the clients and things like that. But if you do a bad job of servicing the clients, they are going to stop paying you and then you're going to have to replace them. Yeah. And, and there's going to be things like that, that you're going to have to get your head around. But this is a way to do that in a way where you deleverage all of the risk that you're worried about. You can get started. The skill doesn't have to be building houses or running Facebook ads. It can be literally anything that you want. Anything. Yeah. And all you need to do is then just find people who are willing to ex like see a higher level of value in what you offer than what they're paying you. And you're away laughing. Yeah. Such a good episode. Well, you guys know... If you took value from this episode, please pay the fee, which is share this podcast with one like-minded friend. Um, and if you appreciate James, I'd give him a like and a follow on his socials. James, just reconfirm your socials. Uh, JamesWallace.nz uh, and then Digital Simple on Instagram as well. Legendary. We know.